Thank you, great and mighty God. Thank you, holy and wondrous King. We love you, Jesus. We praise thee, almighty God. For thou art God and thou alone. There is no other. Oh, thou God of my praise. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, King of kings and Lord of lords. Thank you, my holy and wondrous God, my eternal Father. I give you thanks and I give you praise. In Jesus' holy name. Everybody said praise the Lord. I'd like to turn your attention tonight in God's word. Colossians, Colossians 1 and 23. Wonderful to be here. Beautiful spirit of worship. As we look at Colossians chapter 1, verse 23, the inspired word of God is, If ye continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard, and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, he went, ended up by saying, Whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. Everybody said, Praise the Lord. I'd like to uh, try to minister for a little bit tonight on keep on trucking because we're passing through. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. Here, the uh, apostle is inspired to minister put to pen these words to, of course, teach us, exhort us, educate us, and direct us to go forward and to continue in our going forward. We are well aware that if the Bible said in Luke's account that if we put our hand to the plow and we look back, then we're not fit for the kingdom of God. We aren't able to be used. So we, we want to go forward here, and we want to continue in these beautiful teachings of the Scripture. Uh, the Bible tells us that in uh, the book of Hebrews, chapter 13 and verse 14, that uh, here, here, that we have no continuing city. What we're after is not here. It cannot be found on this planet what we have been called to what we have been born again into the church the body of Christ the writer is trying to tell you that you have come to the knowledge of the truth and the hand of the Lord is upon your life and consequently because you realized that uh, the goodness of God leads us to repentance and that there is that which we want to continue in that uh, in so doing we have repented of our sins we have been baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ and we have been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost now that's what takes place in our lives and that's what places us in the body of Christ and that makes us as I've mentioned before people will ask uh, what denomination are you? And we respond to them, we're not of any denomination, and we are a continuance 
of the original church that Jesus Christ gave birth to himself. And so that continuance, that what the writers say again in Romans, that patient continuance in well-doing, a patient continuance. We're going to keep on trucking. We're going to keep on keeping on. Now that we've been born again, now that we're in the body of Christ, then Romans to Revelation is there to help us to continue in the faith, to keep doing the great work of God, and to not turn right or left, to not go backwards, but to continue forward, as the writer said, pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of the Spirit, which is in the church, that is Christ Jesus. We want to continue here. Where I'm telling you there is no stopping place. There is no continuing city here. There's nothing in this world for us. There's nothing here for us to stop over. There's nothing for us to put the brakes on about. There's nothing for us to take some kind of detour here or get hijacked by something. We've got to continue in this. We've got to keep on going on. And along with it, we're rooted, we're grounded, we're settled and we're always abounding in the work and the truth of God. We're not looking for any stopping place because what we want is not here. We have no continuing city. There is no dwelling place here. But in my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. There are many mansions. And he said, if that wasn't the truth, I wouldn't have told it to you. I'm telling you because that's the truth. And God's got a place for us in his great eternal plan. We've got to continue. We must continue. Galatians 1 and 6, this is where Paul was inspired to tell us that there is but one gospel, just one gospel. And John the Revelator said in subject matter, it's an everlasting gospel. At least he recorded that. It's an everlasting gospel. This is not something that is going to be here, and then tomorrow it's going to stop. That's why you better remember that people that try to tell you that the church died somewhere in the 3rd and the 4th century don't know what they're talking about. This church has continued on, and it will continue to continue on until Jesus Christ takes it out of this world and takes it unto himself, and we're caught up together in the air to meet him in the air, and so shall we ever be. Going to hear that voice and that trump of God and the voice of the archangel, and what a day it's going to be when the dead in Christ rise up first, and those that are working, those that are continuing, those that are laboring, those that won't stop, those that keep trucking those that know they're passing through are going to be caught up together to meet them in the air and so shall we ever be how great that's going to be going to be a church that got victory over the beast over the antichrist over his mark over his image over his name over the number of his name it's not going to be a church that stopped it's not going to be a church that quit it's going to be people that continue in the work and the faith they continue as 1 Corinthians 15 said, they keep it in memory. And that's what keeps you delivered or saved, and that's what the essence of what Brother Weekly quoted, that if you uh, intend to be among them that endure to the end, and the same shall be saved, that means you shall be delivered out of whatever present dilemma you find yourself in. 
get baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, you're saved or delivered from sin. And don't ever forget that. Because we got a lot of people around that don't know what they're talking about. You got to stay with the book and you got to stay with subject matter. And nobody is to stand up and say that nobody's saved. People don't know what they're talking about. People need a good pastor. People need a voice of authority. People need to hear what chapter and verse is saying and teaching and quit trying to find something to let make themselves look so great and try to distinguish themselves. Forget that flesh and get in the spirit. Let God be glorified. Make him the God of your praise and tell yourself to God be the glory. Everything to be done under the praise of his glory. Amen and amen. Paul, he made it clear. He said he marveled. It rocked him back on his heels. He marveled That's, that people were so soon removed from the hope of the gospel. And they tried to bring another, which he said is not another. He says, as a matter of fact, if we or an angel come and preach any other gospel unto you than that which we preached, he said, well, let him be accursed. Let them be let them know that they are living under a curse. And you don't want to, you know, that's what we got, one of the things we get saved from is the curse, the curse of sin, because Jesus gave that flesh on the cross, and he became the curse for us. So don't you go running to get yourself all cursed again and get yourself under darkness again and in sin again and misery again and death ruling in your life. How much better to be alive in Jesus Christ? How much better to know that your life is hid in, in God with Jesus Christ and to know that he, Jesus, who is our life, is going to appear again. The second time without sin unto salvation. Amen. He's not coming back to give a sin offering. He already did that. Amen. And everybody said praise the Lord. Amen. You want to believe the book. You want to believe good chapter and verse. You don't want to be among the foolish that get moved away. Oh, no. You want to stay with this message. First uh, Timothy 4 and 16 states this. Listen closely. Everybody said, praise the Lord. It said, take heed unto thyself. Now you've got to look out for yourself. And I'm looking out for you, but help a brother. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. You don't let, you don't let that get watered down in your life. You don't let somebody get you to believe in that he's going to look the other way. Somebody quoted me the other day something about God winking. And I said, yeah, but he quit winking. And he said, now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. <laughs> there ain't no more winking going on. And my eyes is wide open. The book said they're searching to and fro throughout the whole earth. He's looking for somebody who's got a heart that is. A man asked me today when I went to the radio station, I stepped up to the mic, and I'm just standing there, you know, just praying in my heart and, and, and waiting for my time to roll when it's time to go. And, and uh, he's sitting right there, and he said, how are you doing? I said, perfect. I just felt so good in the Holy Ghost. I felt complete. He completes me. He's my God. And everybody said amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, then, you know, I got trained on when my pastor said, stand up and preach, you stood up and preached. And you didn't fudge around about it neither. <laughs> and so it was time to preach. And, buddy, I preached. 
I'm going to preach that word. And he can sit right there and steam come out of his ears. But I'm going to preach that word. I'm going to preach chapter and verse. And he can fuss with papers and make noises. I'm not even interested. And it doesn't interrupt me or bother me. I'm in the zone. I'm going to preach the word. Let's bring chapter and verse. Let's believe the doctrine. The doctrine of Jesus Christ. Some people don't like the word doctrine. Well, it is the doctrine of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's the faith. And it's good and it's right. And you don't want to let the enemy get your mind to thinking it's not right. You don't want to lose confidence in the great word of God. And so the writer said, take heed unto yourself and unto the doctrine. He said, continue in them. Continue in them. That's why we have it today. Because men and women, boys and girls, continued in the faith. Do you hear me? And in the doctrine, in other words, they did not compromise it. They would not be talked out of it. They would not be tricked out of it. They said, we have this message. He gave it to us. We're going to run with this message, and we're not stopping. We have nothing in this world to stop over. There's nothing worth stopping over. There's no amount of money. There's no game. There's no picture. There's no nothing anywhere that I'm going to stop over. Don't care what they promote and what they say. They're going to pass away. And the fashion of this world is going to pass away. Well, when I'm not passing away. I'm passing through. And you're passing through. Everybody said amen. Well, he said, continue in them. He said, for in doing, in continuing in them, the result is going to be that thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear you. Amen. That sounds good to me. I want, uh, I want to stay saved, and I want to help save others. That's really our threefold dispensationary uh, commandment here, commission. And that is, number one, get saved. That means you repent, you get baptized in Jesus' name, and you get filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's what saves you from sin and the every devilish thing, okay? And it saves you from the world and the filth of the world, the pollution of the world, and, and the devil and everything else. Saves you from all of that, delivers you from all of that. Now it has no more power over you. You have all power over the power of the enemy, and you're not rejoicing in that because you're too busy rejoicing that your name is now written in the Lamb's book of life. And everybody said amen. Everybody said hallelujah. Well, give God a big hand. Come on. Amen. Listen to what 2 Timothy 3 and uh, 14 and well let me start with 13 and he said but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived verse 14 you know let, let me just pause it for you know what sometimes people say well how could the church have continued all the way through and look at all those men uh, back through there why didn't we save them well why isn't certain deceivers 
who are not only uh, deceiving others but deceiving themselves, why aren't they getting saved now? Because that's not what the business they're in. That's not what their heart is all about. They're not about getting the truth. They're not about getting saved. They're just about going after what this world has. They're living for this world. They're involved with this world. And they're driven by religious devils. You want to be driven by the wind of God and the power of God and the Spirit of the Lord to do the will of God. And you're not worried about worldly things. You're not worried about adorning and ornamentation of this world. You're not worried about stuff in your bank account. You are not worried about heaping it up treasure upon treasure. You're not filling your silo. You're using it. You're giving the seed out. And that way God can put more in. Because you know what to do with it. You know what to do with it. How silly some people can be. There were people that walked away from Jesus the Christ. God in the flesh walking among them. Doing ever miraculous thing and they turned back. And they fought him. Why weren't they one? Of course there's going to be people that are not going to work with. And they're going to be contrary. And such were some of us. But by his grace somehow we, we said okay Lord. Yea Lord. And we repented. We got baptized in Jesus' name and God baptized us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. How wonderful. Give God a big hand for doing that in your life. And give God a big hand for He's going to do it in your life if you don't have the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. Amen. Oh, He said they're going to, the world and the spirit behind the world, the God small g of this world, He's going to continue to do what He does. But he said to us now, evil men now, listen, and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, but you, he said, continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. You continue. You continue. Get in here. By the grace of God, we had right at 70 children downstairs this morning. Give God a big hand for that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. From a child, early age, you begin to be taught. You begin to learn chapter and verse, subject matter, and then somewhere along the line, you repent, and you get baptized in Jesus' name, and then he will fill you with the Holy Ghost, and then you obey what the Scriptures are teaching and how to continue, and you begin to grow in grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. You continue to learn and be taught and tutored of the leadership and the Spirit of the Lord. You grow in grace and knowledge like a new born babe you desire the sincere milk of the word so that you can mature and grow up in him and you won't be tossed to and fro with every little thing that comes along that you'll like the apostle Paul attacked by a venomous snake you'll just shake it off and pay it no mind you can be too strong for the enemy to overcome you if you will build up yourself on your most holy faith praying in the Holy Ghost Amen Amen you know, there's a big uh, giant fad upon us about going to the gym. This is my gym. <laughs> this is my gym. 
Karate, this is my dojo. This is a place I go to get strengthened. Right here. And this will stay with you. This will stay with you. Everybody said amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. So let's continue, shall we? Everybody said hallelujah. I want to I want to continue in this great faith. I want to continue in this great message. I do not want to in any way shape or form think about turning back. I don't want to let any spirit or any attitude or anything get a hold of my mind, my heart to where I would entertain going back. I got to keep on trucking. I'm passing through. I have no continuing city here. And uh, let me tell you something. I told the man that uh, you, Brother Weekly, mentioned about this beautiful miracle. And uh, I told the man, I said, well, when we were, you know, back and forth between what the church was going to receive as a donation, I said, well, I said, you tell her 40000 and it pains my heart to let go of it. But I told Senior Sitzfeld, I said, you know what? I said, it doesn't matter. I said, furniture doesn't matter. Pieces of frame don't matter. I don't care if Louis who owned it. doesn't make any difference to me. What matters to me is these children getting the Holy Ghost, getting baptized in Jesus' name. Hey, the Bible said you're my crown, and you're my point of rejoicing. That's what you are. You're my hope. Amen. It's seeing you in that first resurrection, going up in the air to meet him. Oh, yes, my friend. That's where it's all at. That's the only crown I want. That's the only reward we want. And let me tell you something. Uh, the Apostle Paul was inspired in the book of Romans to teach about Israel. Everybody said amen. And be seated. Everybody can be seated. Uh, the Bible teaches that uh, this salvation is of the Jew. And as you go back in the Old Testament, of course, you find out where that came from. And you find out that Hebrew means one who crossed over, and that was Abram, who became Abraham, and how that it continued on. And then we come into this New Testament time, and we find out that they have this great opportunity now to uh, come into the body of Christ, that Jesus has begun the body of Christ, the church in the earth. He has done this work. He has died on the cross, the flesh that is, his spirit withdrew from that flesh, then re-entered it three days later. That's why he said, I have power to lay it down. I got power to raise it up. And so there it was. And so he rose again from the dead on the third day, showed himself alive with many infallible proofs. And then he gave his disciples, his believing disciples, the ones he knew their heart. And he didn't get all upset when 380 turned tail and went the wrong way, a bunch of cowards filled with unbelief and all of that junk and had something else to do and had places to go because they had continuing things they thought here. They thought that this is where it's at, so we're going to chase after that. We're going to give ourselves to that. But there was about 120 that said when he said, you receive ye the Holy Ghost, they went on down the road to the church house and they began to seek him as he gave them their promise. And as they did that, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They all began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. How great that was. How great it was when they stood up in unity with uh, the apostles. So Peter, the 11 of them, and he began to preach the word of God, chapter and verse, receiving his commandments from Jesus Christ, his spirit. And in so doing, the whole entire known world said, what shall we do? And Peter had the answer. He had the answer from Jesus. And he told them the answer. And that answer has never changed, and it never will change. And upon giving them that answer, 
then people begin to be saved. Jewish people, in particular, begin to be saved. They begin to be repenting of their sins and being baptized. They were sick of their religion. They were sick of the phony and the corruption of it and, and the, everything that was so wrong about it. And they, they realized, my goodness, look at this. There, this is what the whole Old Testament was about. Everything was a shadow and a type. Everything was a preview. Jesus was the Lamb. He gave his life on the cross. And, and everything that right down to the most minute details were fulfilled in him. And here we are now. We are baptized in his name. We are washed in his blood. We are filled with his spirit. But you see, he, Jesus, was set for the fall and the rising again of many. And the problem is, once again, we got people out there saying, Oh, there's going to be a great falling away. <laughs> falling away took place with the Jewish. Why don't you get it straight in the Bible? Why don't you do a subject matter study on it and find out what you're talking about instead of parroting what somebody said who didn't know what he was talking about? Get in that book. Get in that Bible. Believe that Word of God. Continue in the faith and in the doctrine. They fell away and were cut off because of their unbelief. And you get to continue. If you'll continue, you are grafted in into the great church of the living God. Amen. That's why he said in Romans 11 and 20, you can remain staying, I'm going to quit. He said, Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God on them which fell severity, but toward thee, toward thee, he said, Goodness, if thou continue, if thou continue in this goodness. He said, Otherwise, Thou also shalt be cut off. So we can't be high-minded. Rather, we need to reverence what fear the book says. Because we don't want that to happen to us. Because, you know, we weren't the natural. We were the grafted-in bunch. Amen. So you want to you tell yourself, I want to be a part of those that continue in the goodness of God. I, I want to be under that umbrella of divine protection and divine health and divine provision and divine blessings. Amen. I want that. I read, I'm telling you, I read in uh, Deuteronomy 28, and when he got to going on not obeying him and not continuing and not doing right, he said, well, then there's some things going to come your way. In the, under the term of curse, there are things that are going to come your way, and he said they will be of long continuance. Oh, it's a whole lot better to continue in the faith. It's a whole lot better to continue in the truth. It's a whole lot better to take whatever comes your way and keep on trucking and tell yourself, I'm passing through, nothing matters. Somebody told me one time, well, so-and-so's got uh, three campers, and he's got this, and he's got that, and he's got that. I said, and that, what's that supposed to mean to me? I said, I ain't got a thing in the world to do with my walk with God. doesn't have anything to hide. That's not bothering me. That's not going to make me pause. That's not going to make me balk. That's not going to make me halt between two opinions here. We want to be committed. You've got the Holy Ghost. You've got the greatest thing you could ever have. You're washed in the blood of the Lamb. Continue. Continue. Tell yourself I'm passing through because everything behind me is going to pass away anyway. I'm going to heaven. I'm going to be on a street of gold and have walls of jasper and gates of pearl. And best of all, I'm going to be with him. And there ain't going to be no devil. Isn't that wonderful? Won't be any negative feelings. Won't be any flesh to contend with. How wonderful that's going to be. Let's take a moment. Lift our hearts with our hands and give thanks. 
for what you have. And those of you, what you can have, you can have the Holy Ghost. Don't give yourself over to this world because what you really desire cannot be found in this world. It's found in the spiritual realm, found in the church, the body of Christ. And you get that by being born again of water and the Spirit. You get that by being baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. I want to give you thanks for this heavenly opportunity. And, oh, Lord, that we're looking for that. We're seeking for that city, the one we can continue in for all of eternity. That's the one we're seeking, Lord. And remember it is written, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Let's get started so we can continue in it. And let us seek, seek for a city that have foundations whose builder and maker is God here on this planet, in this world, that Satan rules, that he's the God of. We have no continuing city here. When Satan steps out and tells you to turn left, tell him, no, 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 I got to continue on here. Right. I'm passing through. I'm going to keep on trucking. I'm not stopping. Jesus came, going to Jerusalem, and a, and a whole entire city got mad because he wouldn't stop and spend time with them and hang out there and do what they were doing. You know, who knows what was going on that day and uh, what banners they were waving and what colors they were wearing. But he just, the Bible said they saw that his face was set steadfastly towards Jerusalem. Amen. Come on now. I'm continuing on. Yeah, but when you get up there, they're going to crucify. That's all right. That ain't going to stop me. I'm going to continue on because I'm going to rise again. I will rise again. Amen. And you also will in the first resurrection if you continue. If you continue. And everybody said amen. amen. Come on, lift your hearts with your hands again. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. All the way. Oh, yes, Lord. I'm going all the way. Going all the way by the grace of God. All the way. Oh, yes, Lord. I'm going all the way. Yeah, I praise you, Jesus. All the way. I'm not stopping. I'm passing I'm through. Going all the I'm way. continuing on. I'm going to keep going on trucking. All the way with the I'm going to keep on trucking because I'm passing through. Going all the yes, way. Lord. Thank all you, Savior. Thank you, Savior. Thank you, I'm King going of all the way. Thank you, Lord. All the way. Lord. All the way. I love you, Lord.